used the word weird a lot in the last four weeks and it doesn't really do it justice. Four weeks ago tomorrow, you know, I basically sent the team home. You know, we're lucky in that we're a tiny, pretty digitally savvy organisation. So, you know, they went home and 10 minutes later they were working from their homes. And so it was really a case of figuring out what does this mean for the welfare of the people we exist to support? And for me, how do I support the team? Um, I'm not sure. Not sure. I will check. I didn't realise just how much of an impact you can have on one person's life. I think that was the biggest thing for me. To be able to work with so many different people from so many different backgrounds, different vulnerabilities, different life stories, different experiences. So Your Own Place was born in October 2013. I'm very proud to say a young person gave us our name because it's very much, you know, Your Own Place is about accommodation, but of course it's Your Own Place in the world. So as a community interest company, we exist to prevent homelessness. So we do that through two main interventions. Our core intervention, which was there from day one at the heart of Your Own Place, is TILS Plus, which is Tenancy and Independent Living Skills Plus. If, if I'd never met Rebecca at all, I'd never had Your Own Places, uh, I don't want to say intervention, intervention is the wrong word, but help, uh, I believe I would have probably got my own place and probably, don't think the word squandered, but not realised the, the amount of responsibility that took and would have been very ill-prepared and would have ended up in a lot of like serious money troubles very quickly. Simon is one of those young people that would say, you know, would like to talk to his younger self and tell him to sort himself out, as most of us would, looking back at our 15, 16, 17-year-old self, or self, for goodness sake, grow up. Quite unfortunate, we've got a lot of homeless people within Norfolk, especially kind of people who have left care and they've just been, I feel, let down by the care system. They haven't been provided with adequate knowledge on how to live independently so they get their own place and they just ruin it by becoming drowned under by debt and potentially relying on things like those get money quick things where it's like you get a loan of like say a hundred pounds but you have to pay 300 pounds the next month for it a lot of kids like that especially who don't have families to help them end up in situations like that I hope everyone had a good lunch and the pizza was okay. Yes, sorry, thank you. sorry it took a little while. Um, I think it that was give just them not all the knowledge because no three day course can make up for an absence of love, nurturing, well being, and parental support. But what it does is instill confidence. What it does is give people the idea of what questions they do need to ask and where to go for that help. It really is the one of the biggest barriers is is, is engagement as them. Um, allowing themselves for that brief moment in time before they walk through that door, go, it's going to be okay. You know, having that moment again, it's going to be okay. Our, our day's going really well so far. Everyone's super smiley and super engaged, which is a success already for us. This afternoon, we're going to look a little bit about bills and budgeting, so we can talk about all the things that everyone's going to have to look at paying in their new houses. And then it's my favourite bit, we're going to do a massive budget sheet because I'm an absolute like, geek about watching every penny and pound. So it's so, such a skill to have, and it's not something that it's, you learn naturally. It's something you really have to, someone has to show you and spend some time talking to you about. And In the house, you can call someone like the prolonged man. So we use this pinpoint facilitation, which is very big in Germany and Russia. It's very physical activity, you're getting up on your feet, moving bits of paper around, it's very visual, it's very engaging. Feedback is universally positive. It makes us unique. I always talk about, you know, the course is really a gateway for people to really 
start to unlock their, their own potential and what they already know. You know, that, that's why I like to think anyway, is that we just happen to be the key to help them unlock everything else they need. <laughs> 11, but 11 is good. Well, is 11? <laughs> <laughs> does that mean money is really, 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 really good? No, it's, I think it's just the way that we train and the, the environment we build. And, you know, we let every single person in this room live the, their truth. Because each person will come in with their own truth. And their own truth is completely real. And we want them to understand that everything that they feel, everything they say, is completely valued. And that doesn't matter if, you know, person A and person B have completely different views. That's okay. You know, we can live in a world where that's yeah, really yeah, okay. Some, some people, they focus on money. The many things they look. I've worked with so many people and I guess the things that they take from the course is always something different. I was just telling this story today actually, funny enough. A young lady came onto a course who wasn't very engaged and she was one of those ones where it's just like, I don't know if she's taken anything away from this. And you know, they're the ones where you think about the most, the ones who you're like, they weren't really engaged. I don't know what's, what's gonna happen next. And I bumped into her and it must've been about nine months later. And she grabbed me in the middle of, a, of an event and she was just like, thank you so much for your course. And I was just like, oh my God, like I haven't seen you in so long, how is things going? She's like, since your course, I've got my own place, I'm in full time work. This is really hard because you can't see what they're in You know, as of four weeks ago, we stopped bringing in any money at all. That's the reality. It just stopped, stops dead. Um, and we have a, a projection, we have a need about how much we have to bring in every month and that just died overnight. People are just really, really struggling. Um, and it's, you know, it, I'm afraid it is a tip of a very large iceberg and there will be a huge impact on people's lives in terms of the recovery. You know, we're not suddenly going to go back to normal. Um, and as I say, those that are more on the edge than others, I'm afraid, find it, feel, they may have to take drastic measures and that's, that's really hard. But, you know, we are trying to find solutions. We are taking our training online. We are, you know, as we speak, designing really exciting ways of, of developing it online whilst maintaining our values, whilst maintaining our human connection doing it in a new way and that's really exciting and there is without a shadow of a doubt we will reach people we didn't we won't reach face to face because no one size ever fits all so digital is not perfect face to face is not perfect what we have is another string to our bow so Jared and Jessica are delivering the e-learning for the TILS modules and they are testing them with some of our young people, our youth advisory board and previous trainees who are just proving invaluable, who have time on their hands and who are helping us to be really quick and smart and test out ideas on and giving us feedback so that we can adapt and learn quickly. Simone is continuing to support mentors virtually and mentees virtually as well as doing brilliant work. We're, we're calling Simone our community response team because various needs have come up, for example, getting all the rough sleepers off the streets of Norfolk and the people doing that need training. So we're looking at how we can support the local housing authorities with that. Tom is supporting our youth advisory board and mentees. And again, he's finding from going from a project that probably has a meeting face-to-face -face with this group once every six weeks, he now sees them virtually, weekly, and feels they are more engaged than ever. Whereas getting them in a room across a large rural county, people without incomes, people with other barriers, people with anxiety, um, doesn't work for everyone. So there are some real 
some real learning and, and we're going to get together this week and have a strategy meeting to look at, okay, so going forward, if we're back in the office and doing anything, if we survive, you know, let's do an exercise where we say, well, what do we ditch and what do we keep? Because it's not just about turning the clock back. It's kind of, well, going forward, what have we learned in the last four weeks that we want to keep doing? Um, and what have we stopped doing that we think, well, why did we do that? Let's ditch that. Um, so that's going to be a really interesting exercise. I've always thought you've got to move forward and carry on and no matter how bad it is now it will get better uh, there's been some times where like it's felt terrible it's felt horrible like nothing's gonna get better but I knew it was gonna get better at some point because it's been better before and it's the whole thing of once you've hit rock bottom you can only go up of course misses my family but maybe in the future, not maybe, but a hundred percent, in the future, everything's coming to be okay. That's, you know, life is all the time, not like it's straight, you know? Life is sometimes coming up, coming down, coming up, coming down. Life is different.